Welcome back, y'all, on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Cake and Randy. Today, we are coming back at you with another fire episode with, with my homie, my really good friend, one of the barbers at work here at Cake and Cuts. I got, I got Manny Fresh. What's up, Manny? What's up? <laughs> so this is our first time, you know, doing, like, now I, I'm in this mood of, like, um, wanting to, like, interview people. I, I eventually actually want to have everybody, I want to interview everybody in the shop, just to see, like, where they're at type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, a little little background uh, story with me and Manny. When I say we go back, me and Fresh, and, and you'll hear me call him Manny, you'll hear me call him Fresh. Me and Fresh, we go back to 2005 uh, from Barber College. We, we both went to Barber College at the same time. Maybe I was what? Like... Um, I started like a month after. A month after, huh? So Fresh started a month after. This is in 2005. I think I started in October. No, October? He must have started in like November. Sound like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, y'all, if y'all don't know, me, me, like we had a lineup. Actually, you know what? This is tight. Well, I, I did have Phil, but we never talked about our, our about the baby barber college. The BBC, the best barbers in California. Shout out, shout out to Dwayne. He put us on with everybody in the shop. It was tight, man. But uh, I'm blessed to definitely have Manny here. He's a veteran barber. Um, another little background about me and Fresh is we used to work at Feel Good Cuts together. Um, yeah, y'all know I was on and off at Phil's shop for for five years. Fresh, how long was your bit over there? I was there ten years. Ten years. Damn, wait, so you've been cutting... 07 to 2017. Oh, shit. Straight, like, no breaks, no nothing, just straight feel-good cuts. So, I mean, that's that's 10 years for y'all right there, man. Uh, and then Fresh was also one of the first uh, barbers. He, I think you came, like, two months after we opened up, though, right? Two or three months? Like the next month. Yeah, see? Like, so me and Fresh, we go back. Um... But then also in between, you know, during this episode, I kind of want to definitely talk about uh, uh, your experiences at like different barbershops that you've been at, if that's cool. Yeah, but I might <laughs> not say the name. It's all good. Can we say the barbershop name at least? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, well if, if it gets there, it gets there. The only reason why I want to talk about it is because like you have, an, you have experience from, um, from the East Coast. And I don't really have nobody oh, yeah, like, that I'm like, close like about, friends with. Like out there, yeah. But like yeah. I'm talking about here in, in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I. To be honest, like from 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 Feel Good Cuts, been there for ten years. Boom, you've been at how many barbershops from like seventeen to now? That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, like five. Five different barbershops. So like six, including Phil's, or just five total. Including Phil's. So, and then how about this one? This is also the shop? Well, see, because cause when I came back, yeah, I was at Shane's, and then because of COVID, Shane's closed. Yeah. So, I, so yeah, obviously it counts. Yep, yep, yep. So, you were only at Shane's for less I, than a year, right? I was there for like three months. Three yeah. Half, yeah, three months. December, January, February, and half of March. Oh, shit. Dude, I don't know why I thought that you were there longer. I think you came, you left... <clears throat> you went to to Florida and then came back for the opportunity to work at Shane's. Yeah, right? yeah. to work with someone like Shane, you know what I mean? He has yeah. like 
30,000 followers. Mm-hmm. He, he's taught all over the country. He's taught in Europe. Yeah. So I thought that's an opportunity. Just, just working with under him. him. Yeah. yeah. No lie. I, I, I've seen... Um, the, the, the guy that I talked to earlier on the phone, shout out to Danny Blends. I know that he told me that he listened to the podcast, too. But he told me that, that Shane does classes in Texas, too. And yeah. I was like, damn, like, you know, I, so to be honest with, with y'all, my listeners and everything like that, I don't, um, I don't follow Shane. Um, just not, I don't have anything against him. I just don't really know him. So if y'all don't, if y'all, y'all know me, like on Instagram or whatever, like if I've never met you, I'm, I'm not going to follow you. And I know Shane and I've met Shane. It's just, uh, you know, we just have two different paths. I got, I got nothing but love for Shane. I love him. Um, but I mean, I follow who I follow, and I don't want to. I, I don't who I don't. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, um, so like, you know, going back from it now, from like Shane's barbershop, um, and I think that that's a dope ass opportunity. And, and you know, he has the followers, he has the clout, and now you're working at Cake and Cuts or whatever. Like, um, do, you, do you, did you feel like it was an opportunity for for you to work here, or was it you were looking for a barbershop? Um, and that's why you want to come here, or like a little bit of both. Well, well, <clears throat> well I had to find a barber shop. So regard, you know what I mean. That obviously that that's part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause Shane's closed. Yeah. But then again, like I don't want to sound big headed, but there was a few people that reached out to me mm-hmm. barber shops. Yeah. And some of them that ones that I've worked at previously where things were good. Mm-hmm. And you wanted it. Like, 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 you know what I mean? I could have went back. I was at Emilio's and I was at Hef's. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Emilio. Shout out to Hef. Shout out them boys. To Germ. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, 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 they reached out to me, like, come back, you know, if you need a chair. You know, because during COVID, you know, it changed everything. So, everything. Yeah. Especially with barbers, the way we have to work, you mm-hmm. know, social distancing, how many people could wait at, in, in the shop. M- masks. Masks. <laughs> we weren't able to do beards. Dude, and then we were closed for so long that we had to cut in secrecy. Yeah. Like, all that shit was just, like, that was uh, uh, something that we never expected were to happen. No, we didn't know it was going to yeah. happen. People were were desperate. I mean, even to this day. Like, you can say, like, even right now, like, we, I, like, I feel that we haven't fully, like, uh, not us, but, like, as a barber industry and as at its whole, I feel like we haven't even bounced back from that, that yet. No, nah, like, like, like we're I, close. I, 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 we're close, but one thing I've noticed, especially here in California, Bay Area, mm-hmm. like there was barbers that were like for example, say if there was a guy cutting average fifteen cuts a day, he's yeah. not cutting fifteen a day anymore. No, not at all. He's probably cutting ten a day, which is still good. Yeah. But you know, prices went up. Mm-hmm. People don't want to go back to work. People moved out of San Francisco. Yeah, out of the Bay Area yeah. or even left the state. Left the state, yeah, exactly. So, so like, you know, over here, the tech industry is big. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those guys don't have to go back to the office. They could work from home, so they're not tripping off a haircut. During that time, were you, were you, were you uh, doing house calls, haircuts? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't mind, like, uh, uh, how much were you charging the house call haircuts? It depends. Like, at first, I started off at 60 but then yeah. I started getting busier, so, mm-hmm. so I would cut. You raise the price. You got to raise the price. I had to. Yeah. But the but Mario Mario Lombriz mm-hmm. DJ Lombriz shout out to DJ Lombriz like 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 at his high rise that he worked. You know, some of a lot of the workers they they stayed in the 
in the empty unit. Mm-hmm. So they were living on that building and working there. Just staying there. Yeah, they didn't really leave, just maybe to get food. Even yeah. then, you know, they would door dash. Yeah. Because there was nothing Because that was like their office. Their yeah. home was their office, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like Mario, I guess he was able to go home because he lives in San Francisco. You know, mm-hmm. he got kids. But uh, other people, they just lived on that building. So he would hook it up. I'd go like once a week or once every other week and I'd cut about like six, seven guys. And those are rich motherfuckers. Like, let's just... No, but it was mostly the workers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. so if it was some... Like, like, like with some people, I, I hooked it up, like, you know, at first, but then, you know, when everybody started getting the unemployment... Yeah. Oh, yeah, collect that. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You know, the price went up. The EDD, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody flashing money. Like, whenever somebody want, like, wants to flash money, next time I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to charge this dude. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I, I'd be like that sometimes. And sometimes I didn't want to travel. People, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, make so, it worth my while. Yeah. I'd be yeah. Like, I'm getting unemployment. I could just sit back. Chill. I was getting about a 1000 a week. Yeah, and I mean, I was, I was still working and I was yeah. still doing pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah. And then you know, other side hustles. I don't want to get into like my t-shirts, for example. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The t-shirts were tight. So if y'all don't know, if y'all seen the t-shirts that said "My Barber is Essential," I don't know if you guys seen it. I'm pretty sure if you're from the Bay and you seen this, the t-shirts that says "My Barber is Essential." Uh, he only he only came out a black with a black one and a white one, right? Yeah. Those are these are these are his t-shirts. You know, and I, I definitely copped a couple of them, rocked them uh, when we did the uh, the city protest, hall thing, yeah. the protest. You know what I mean? And um and like shit. I mean, let's talk about that. Like like because I I think everybody now knows that barbers a haircut is essential and barbers comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, do you do you still stand by that? Like your yeah, barbers essential? No, of course, because if, if this is if this pandemic that we were in or pretty much still in. Had to do with health. Hair is dirty. There's still people that had to work. There's yeah. still people that, you know, around people. Yeah. And that's something you learn in barber college, you know? We're one of the cleanest professions, that's what I think. Yeah. Like, because, like, even though I don't cut hair with gloves, like, I, I know you do, right? I know I know a ton of people do. I do it just because the hair splinters. I hate that shit. Bro, oh, my God. I, Dude, if you looked at my Twitter, did you see it the other day? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I fucking hate you, hair splinters. I hope every one of you die. Like, dude, I was dealing with so many because my hands were dry. Like, I have one right here. Bro, like, I fucking hate splinters. I got a hair splinters. Right dude, they're terrible. Like, I've had, I have some that's inside my nails, actually, that I'm looking at it. It's crazy. But, um, damn, we lost track, lost track of what we were saying. <laughs> We talking no, about, about the t-shirts. Oh yeah, about and, t-shirts. And gloves yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, like yeah, oh yeah, being essential, the essential yeah. barbers and, and shit. And then you went on to saying that we're one of the cleanest professions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so that's that's why we are essential. There's a lot of people still working in restaurants. You know, a lot of DoorDash, Uber Eats, all that. Yeah, they weren't able to eat in there, but they could pick up. Mm-hmm. What about those people? You know, they got some people got facial hair, long hair. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's nails. like, yeah, and it's some random motherfuckers that's dropping your shit off to you. Yeah, you don't want you, somebody yeah. all grimy, you know? What yeah, I mean? you never know. You never know, like... You don't know people's personal hygiene either. Exactly, and, so, I, and, and personal hygiene is big. It's important. Yeah, I was taking, like, about four five showers a day, because I was... <laughs> you know, after I cut somebody. Grossed out, uh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I take... You know, I still take two. In yeah. the morning and at night when I get home. I, ain't gonna, I only take one. I take it at night. <laughs> I get, like, I wake up. I, I meditate, I pray, I stretch, and then I'm just, I'm out the door. But, like, once I get home from, like, a long day's of work, I'm, everything's coming off. Like, I'm yeah. going straight to the shower. Like, yeah. like I'll be telling Anne, it's like, babe, 
cleared away. I'm, I'm coming in like, I need to get this shit off me, you know? And, and uh, uh, yeah, personal hygiene. If, if y'all not up on game with, like, personal hygiene, make sure y'all cut your fucking nails, right? Like, I think that's, like, one of the biggest things. Nobody cares about your, your toenails unless, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, unless you're wearing a barber that wears fucking flip-flops and shit but you at least you can't wear flip-flops yeah you can't wear you can't wear flip-flops and, and I'll be damned you know what though I worked with somebody who wore flip-flops open toes thong slippers I was like what I'm like what are you doing um, but I, I, I you know over here at the barbershop you know I, I think I have like pretty basic rules um, to be barbers here uh, do you remember some of the rules that, that I said like when to, to first come here no, <laughs> you know, pretty much be on time, have everything clean, mm-hmm. wipe the bottom of your, the base of the barber chair. Personal shit, personal shit. Yeah, that's like regular shit. That's like like wiping your chair down. Like you should already be doing that. You know, you being a barber, but like like a veteran. Uh, what was one thing about like? Do you remember the sweatpants thing? Like no sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. but 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 one exception. That's a brand or something? Uh, tech Police. Yeah, tech Police, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So over here at the barbershop, y'all, like, at my shop at least, like, I, I don't allow the barbers to wear, like, Russell sweats or fucking Hanes sweats. Like, nah, bro, if you're going to wear sweats, wear some nice ass, wear some, like, good looking, like, Tech Police sweats. Um, because I've definitely been in a, in a situation at a barbershop where this dude was just so grimy. He wore it for like three days straight. Oh he was known to have like thrown up the night before wearing it. And I'm not going to say his name. You know him. You've worked with him, but I'm not, I'm definitely not going to say his name, um, on, on the podcast, but you know, I was just like, no, there's no way that I, I could ever allow that. So like one thing is no sweats. Um, another thing is no slippers. Um, another thing is, oh, with shorts, you can wear shorts, but you can't wear the, the same shorts on like, back-to-back days. Did you say no basketball shorts? Yeah, uh, no, nah, it was like regular shorts. Like, you can wear basketball shorts. I mean, I don't, I don't care about that. It's more about like wearing it on consecutive days yeah, yeah. where like a client might not notice, but like I'll, I'm just, I'm going to look at somebody like, bro, that dude wore, wore them shorts yesterday. <laughs> Same you know, I don't day. want to have all these negative thoughts in my in my head, you know. So as long as, you know, you take care of yourself, you take care of your body, you know, you look good out and everything out there. Like, I think uh, just take care of your own personal shit, bro. So, I mean, that's it. Um, when you were working in, in Miami, like, uh, was there was there any, like, dress code over there? Because I know it'd be hot as hell out there. No, not really. Because everybody dressed alike. Really? <laughs> actually, actually, one shop. Cause at first, I started with Lou the Barber, Big Lou the Barber. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Lou at Endless Cuts, and man, it didn't work out for me. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was an experience. Just starting all over. And, yeah. You know, going from from California to to another state is is different. They charge you know, more too, right? No, we charge more. We oh, charge, we charge more. less. Oh, really? They, they no, they charge less. My bad. But now with everybody moving to Florida and yeah. you know all these other places, their prices have gone up too. Wait, but weren't you in Florida? No, but I'm saying that like during the pandemic. Oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah, their yeah. population in that state it grew. Yeah, like Texas, Florida, Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona. No, yeah, the, the the homie Danny he said that he's charging he's charging eighty to hundred bucks for haircuts in Frisco, Texas. So and I was like, damn, yeah. and he was like, he was like, bro, and people, people are are hella okay with that, and I'm like, like, damn, money. I, yeah. I got a homie that left San Francisco, 
went went to Texas. Mm. He works at Costco. Oh, shit. And um and so so yeah, he worked at he works at Costco and he got a two dollar raise in Texas. Oh damn. So he's and he, yeah. and the way he is, like like with his money, he's kind of frugal. He's good with money, you know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. just spend it. He spends on certain little things, but not really. Yeah. And now he's making two dollars more where everything's cheaper. Yeah. Well that, yeah, that's that's a win in my butt. Shoot, I, I wish I do wish that I that I had went out of state at least one time in my barber career to like cut hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know where I would go. I just I just want to challenge. Like you know, I'm like a man of it challenges is. and shit. It is. I would <laughs> recommend it if you could go somewhere. What do you think? I feel like New York. I think I feel oh, like New I would York. kill it in New York. Just like the whole like energy and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? New like York's New York. I love New York. Yeah. I had the opportunity to go to New York, but what before? And I had like there's people that I've met networking. Yeah, they have barbershops like, oh man, I'd yeah. like you to come. Why don't you you know try it out at least? And if you like it, stay. Yeah. Have I you even, did you try it? Nah, not in nah. New York. I even had one in L.A. My folks was trying to put me on. Shit. You know what? I just realized that my bag and stuff is out there. Hold on, real quick, y'all. Brief moment. My bad, y'all. I because we're we're recording in the back room over here, and uh, me and Fresh, we he just got done cutting somebody's hair, and we just left the door open. My bag was out there in the front, so I uh, uh, got got everything situated now. So um, back to like New York and shit. Like, damn. So so you're actually from New York, right? No, I lived there when I was a little kid. Where were you I, born I at? Miami. Oh, okay. Okay. Actually, it's called Hialeah. What's that? It's a city in Dade County. In Dayton? Oh, you from Dayton? Dade County. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's Miami, Dade, Dade County. Dade, Dade, Dade. Dade That's where Dade. I was born. Yeah. Dade. The actual city of Miami is hella small. Yeah. But the whole Dade County is hella... It's like the Bay Area. You know how you have... The main city is San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. But then you got all these little cities mm. that make up the whole Bay Area. I've never spent a day in Miami. Like, at all. Only in the airport. That was it. I would love to. I mean, Miami's a vibe. Dude. Is it? <laughs> Especially right now in the summer, all all year round. I just, I, I just want to like feel that energy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there, like, like, like one thing about Dade County is mostly all Latin, right? Mm. So, so at least you, if you're gonna live there or be there a lot, you're gonna have to learn some Spanish. <laughs> but then it's, it's it's very. How can I say? Because cause I would say the majority is Latin. Then you see a lot of black folks, too. Mm -hmm. But a lot of... There, there's not too many African-Americans. There are. Yeah. But the majority cats from... Jamaica and shit. Like right? Jamaica, Haiti, mm -hmm. Bar uh, Bahamas. You know, all yeah. the little islands. Bermuda and shit. Yeah. yeah. All, all the little Caribbean islands. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of South Americans, Caribbean people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got that spice. <laughs> spice and rum. <laughs> That shop that you worked at, was it like, was that a Spanish speaking? Well, well, the first shop, because I worked at two shops, was Endless Cuts. It's not okay. it's not there no more, but there's a barber in that location. Okay. So, the owner's Dominican. So, when I got there, there was a guy from Nicaragua, mm. Cuban, old, old Cuban man. Yeah. It was hella funny and hella racist. <laughs> there was a Puerto Rican. Uh, I'm Colombian. Yeah. And then, then there was a braider. She was Haitian. Okay. So That's pretty, fire. Yeah. So, so, so. Everybody spoke Spanish except the braider. Yeah, because she's Haitian. Yeah. <laughs> so she grew up mostly, 
a different part of Miami. There's more people, Haitian, mm-hmm. more Haitians and stuff. You know, her, she's like first generation born yeah. in, in the United States. Her parents are from straight from Haiti. She yeah. speaks French to them. You know what I mean? They speak English. Yeah. It's like me with my mom and mm-hmm. my dad. I speak to them in Spanish, but yeah. they speak English. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I only speak uh, English. <laughs> Understand <the> English? <laughs> no, but the second shop I started working at was uh, True Cuts. Uh, that shop was popping. Yeah, there's three of them, three locations out there. Yeah, so how so, far apart were they? So the so the one I worked at was in Midtown, which mm-hmm. is kind of you know where Winwood is at. Oh no, you've never been no. to Winwood. <laughs> but but it's like by downtown, right? A little uh, up more, so they call it Midtown. Uh, so, so so that all that area was Winwood. Winwood's like very touristy. It's a lot of art, a lot of like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Is like, that where you bought the cigars at for me? No, I got that in Little Havana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Winwood is it's like a it's like it kind of gives you that Valencia Street feel where you got a lot of bars, a lot of little restaurants, nightlife, you know. But Winwood, prior it's a it's very gentrified. Yeah. But before that, it was it's the hood. There's parts of it that still look kind of sketch, but it's mm. changed a lot. Kind of like the mission out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one time that I was imagine. gangland. Now it's like cool to be there and yeah. party and eat and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's how Winwood was. Yeah. So so they got divided. They got Winwood, Midtown, and Design District. So I was in Midtown. Uh-huh. So, so that's that, where the barbershop was. Yeah. Yeah. Then he has another one that's he calls it Uptown, which is on Biscayne Boulevard. It's like, say, Mission Street, like a main street. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's on Biscayne and like 79th, mm-hmm. right? So that area is kind of, nah, I guess I guess it's not the same. I guess it was kind of rough before. And Pre, it, pre-pandemic, I'm, I feel like, and you were, because you were cutting there pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. A lot of fucking money. Well, the thing, see, so the first shop I went to, I took, I did take a big pay cut because I, I was at Emilio's. Emilio's mm. was 35 a cut. Mm-hmm. So I thought the other one was 25 but it was mm-hmm. twenty a cut, so I was like, "Damn!" In Florida, yeah. But it's tax free though, too. It, yeah, tax free, yeah. and it was booth rent. But that shop for me wasn't too busy, and I think uh, part of it was the location. And yeah. Those other barbers, they had clients, but they weren't as busy as they should have been. You know what I mean? Got it. Yeah. And I think the location. We had a, location's important. Yeah. So so yeah. so it was next to a gas station, but the way it was, it was kind of hidden. Mm. You know, it was on a main street, and that street is just. Cars just zooming by right off the freeway. They just they're just passing you by. Yeah, they're not gonna know it's a barbershop. They're not even like glance over. I mean, yeah. it's too hidden. You mm. wouldn't even you won't find it. You'll, you'll if you're looking for it and you don't know your way around that area. Oh yeah, you'll pass, pass it. by it. Not yeah. even look that way. Yeah, yeah. So so that one was twenty. You know, it's cool, whatever. But then when I went to True Cuts in Midtown, I think it was like twenty five. But, mm. it was, but the only thing I didn't like about that it was commission. I never worked like that. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that, that was commission. Uh, but but that one was, was booming. Cool. Oh, I was booming. You, you make your money mo- on tips. Was there anybody that wasn't on commission that was at the Atri Club? I don't I don't know because because yeah. he, he has the uptown look. So at that time he had three locations. Mm-hmm. Well, he still has three locations, but but he had a different location then. So so he had one in Overtown. Overtown's like a like a ghetto. Yeah. Right next to downtown Miami. So mm-hmm. he had Overtown, Midtown, and Uptown. Yeah. So so now, so so he closed down uh, Overtown, right? Mm-hmm. And then he opened another one, which is a barber lounge in North Miami. Yeah. Right off of Biscayne. And North Miami is an area that's getting kind of gentrified. Parts of it are kind of rough, though. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I imagine, like, when you say gentrified, that word to me is just like, 
cool, I could just raise more, I could raise the prices on haircuts. I mean, that, yeah, that's why he could, because the other shops were just regular barber shops. Yeah. They were still booming. And then when he opened that shop, I think, right, he opened it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think he went straight to 30, started at 35 from Miami, which is a little on the higher side. Yeah. But, you know, he gets a lot of business. You know, the way Nick ran his, runs his shops, you know, uh, I learned something from Nick. Mm. Another thing, he's Colombian also. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's tight. No lie, like, bro, like, over here at, at the barbershop, you know, uh, not only do I, like, fuck with you heavy and I know you for hella long, you're one of my closest friends or whatever, but, like, I think it is important to have at least one, like, Spanish-speaking person in every barbershop, honestly, because I think uh, Spanish is the second most, uh, it might be the, the most popular uh, language in like the world no it's English is it English Spanish is number two you the know? whole world speaks English yeah yeah I mean? true true yeah so you know and, and I got you and I got Mondo and I mean it's not because you guys are are Latin why you guys got the job you know I, I, I it might like you know for some people out here they might think like how I hire people might be a little uh, suspect or whatever or like just questionable Right, like I have a bunch of random people in here, but dude, I love the shop so much. Like everybody that works here. So it's funny you say that because Nick from True, because I remember he told me he doesn't go looking for barbers. You know, yeah, he, he, he wants the barbers that approach him, and you know, and you'll kind of like you, right? Yeah. He he says he doesn't want just anybody. He wants mm-hmm. people that want to be there. Exactly. And then yeah. I think that's a that's important. It is. You can 100%. get the most out of someone. Yeah. Hell yeah. But like, yeah, man, if I were to go back to Miami for whatever reason, say like California just tanks all this yeah, yeah. political bullshit. Yeah. Florida's booming. I'm, I'm, I'm calling Nick. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a chair? And he'll probably be right there ready for you, too. If I no could lie. go back to that midtown, I remember it was like a Wednesday or Thursday, you know. So so I was in North Miami Beach, mm. right, which is uh kind of far from, from midtown. Mm. Yeah. That's probably at least. 30 minutes you know min, like a 30 minute drive yeah or maybe depending on Miami traffic even worse because the yeah. drivers out there suck <laughs> they're the worst drivers I've ever been around really you, you haven't know. been to the Philippines then <laughs> no but see the thing see in Colombia like, like I read a statistic the Philippines I think Manila or someplace in India <laughs> That's one and two in traffic in the world. And yeah. Columbia, Bogotá's right under that. Yeah, yeah, But the yeah. thing about it over there, everybody drives the same, so it works. Yeah, yeah, no, it works. It's so weird. You it's like the Philippines is like this, but nobody gets in car accidents. Yeah, it it's works. It's weird. Yeah, but it, it works. But in Miami, you got people like like from Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Colombia, Venezuela. Yeah. You got people oh, from yeah. Jamaica. And, For you sure. know, they say people on islands, they're, they're more relaxed. Have you been to shit. Cuba? I've been to Cuba once or been there a few times. My boy's Cuban. Yeah, did you get did you get the passport stamp? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's sick. We went through the uh, Havana, whatever. We were from Miami. Yeah, it's like a thirty minute flight. That I mean, that's tight. Can't you drive to Cuba? No, it's an island. Oh, it's an island. (laughs) I I don't, bro. I have no. I've never been to Cuba. Have no idea. I just found out that you can drive to to uh, to the Bermuda Triangle. I seen that like it's like a, a long ass drive, but you could drive there. Is that um, like Miami, Puerto Rico? Like right at the bottom. Yeah. I have no, I have, I have no clue. <laughs> do you think um, going back to the barbershop though? Like, do you think like you learned like <clears throat> when you worked at at that shop? Do you think that you learned anything from them over there? Yeah. Yeah. What's like the biggest thing like 
that you can like bring out here or what is something that you brought out there that you brought out here or coming back hmm are you talking about as cutting or as a barber uh let's go as a barber first and then we'll go with cutting as a barber I think one of the things cause I feel like in the Bay Area we're kind of spoiled as barbers why you say that I feel cause cause we gotta look you gotta trip like, like, like you look at areas like New York even Miami Mm-hmm. These type of barbershops they've been had them, you know, yeah. you know, from like the Dominicans, the Cubans, the blacks. This, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I was in high school, cats weren't getting faced like they are now. There's yeah. some, you mm-hmm. know, with the lineups and everything, but they've been doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so, so that's one thing I learned, and and, and it's kind of tough. You gotta, you kind of have to adapt. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one thing I learned adapt in which way? Like, like. like like, remember Barber College? Mm-hmm. When we went to Barber College, it was rough. It yeah. was a rough part of town, especially <laughs> at that time. On this point, yeah. 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 Especially Third 2005, 2006. Oh, yeah, that was the toughest time, like, in the history from, from like... I think San Francisco had more murders than Oakland. That's Yeah, I think we had more murders than Stockton at that time, too. Yeah, so, so, so you know, you you don't want to fuck up on certain cats. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, we do everything... Some. A lot of people like every, at least out here, like your lineups and everything a little more natural. Yeah. Out there, they don't give a fuck. They want that <laughs> shit pushed back and sharp. Perfect. They want yeah. that thing perfect. Symmetrical. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's mm. something I had to learn. And there was times where I was like, man. Oh, to put in like extra effort into haircut. No, no, not extra effort, but but you have to adapt. That's one thing. Because like, like even say you work in a different part of town and you move. Since I were to move to the sunset, I can't cut like like I would cut normally. You know what I mean? I gotta kind of adapt to those styles over there. Yeah. What, what people like. You know that that's probably something. What else can I say that I that, that I learned out there? Because the self promotion is big out you know? there. And I will say one thing about Miami. Like. Like, like oh, Instagram is Instagram, big. Yeah, it's popular, right? So those barbers and people that I met out there, when you look at their Instagram, you're like, damn, this motherfucker's doing it. Like, <laughs> but they're not. They're not. <laughs> it's a facade. It's a facade. But I yeah. mean, you see that everywhere. But out there, I think maybe because I was there. Yeah. And it's Miami. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's trying to flex. Cause That's how LA is, though, too. See, but I haven't yeah. been to LA and seen it like that. So yeah. I can't really speak on it. But yeah, Miami and LA are very similar. Mm-hmm. It's all about. About faking it, like, yeah, or, or just not. I mean, no, no diss to, to the East Coast and no diss to like LA or whatever, like that. Well, but that's like, Hollywood, yeah. When we call y'all Hollywood, seen. like, yeah, bro, like you acting super Hollywood right now. <laughs> you know, people you know? are trying to be seen, people yeah. are trying to see. Like, I tell people like this all the time. Like, the difference from NorCal and SoCal is that in NorCal up here, we don't give a fuck about that fame. We want that dollar. We want that money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we, we are going to do whatever it takes to, to make money. You know what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck about being famous. We don't even want to be seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. where, like, in SoCal, they, they, they want to get famous and they want to be seen, like, at any, by, at any cost. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, it, like, they're selling their souls type shit. Like, doing some funny shit just to get attention. It's just like, we don't work like that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's what I do appreciate about us. Like, people, not just barbers, but people out here, like, we, like in the Bay. We just, we, we go for the gusto, man. You the, know what I'm saying? One thing that I feel, maybe New York could understand, but, like, we grew up around everyone out mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? Where, regardless of where you live, you know, the schools you go to, you play sports. Mm-hmm. So you went to, like, the Boys and Girls Club. You're around all different types of people, all nationalities. Yeah. 
So you yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's an advantage that we have growing up out here. That is, 100%. Like, we grew up in the Bay where it's super diverse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, diverse meaning, like, culturally, like, age groups and everything like that. Because for me, I, yeah, I grew up around, like, people my age, but then, like, I had older people that I also looked up to who I'd rather kick it with them with the <laughs> older ones so you know people like you people like me like we have old souls in the in the game you know what I mean like not on like barber industry but but the game of life you know what I'm saying like that's why like fresh you're you're what 37 now 38 38 and I'm 35 right and like you know we're I'm, I mean and I know a little bit uh, a little background about yourself um, you know, we're, we're blessed to even make it this far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, to do the things that we're able to do, bro, it's just, like, a blessing. And, like, you know, a lot of these opportunities uh, wouldn't have happened if it wasn't, like, you know, like, people that we've been around, like, in the industry. I'm, like, I, I'm so thankful for the barber industry and the people that I've met. You know, one of the p- biggest people that, one of the biggest influences, uh, pe- influential people in my life is, is like, Phil. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, like, I, I look at him like a big brother, um, and, and, like, I'll listen to him, whatever, and he, 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 uh, he, you know, he'll keep it real with me, you know, and, uh, shout out to the Feel Good Cuts, shout out to that whole crew, you know, that's family forever, um, I mean, shit, if you want, if you want to, like, say anything about Phil. Yeah, like, like with Phil, uh, like, I, I, I've cut a few, I don't want to, like, brag, but I've cut a few famous people. Yeah. And all, all that stemmed from, from being at Phil's. And mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying that's, like, the biggest accomplishment, but to some barbers it is, mm-hmm. you know. But also, being at Phil's, I was able to do things that I never imagined I would do, like travel places, yeah. meet certain people, you know, do some of the things that I've done in my life. Mm-hmm. And they, you know what I mean? And that, that all happened at that time. Yeah. You know, Phil gave me an opportunity. And Phil didn't want me to work there. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh. Tree told me. No, I, I didn't know that. I, well, I don't remember. My yeah. memory's fucking terrible. Because Phil called Tree when I worked in Hayward. That's right. You worked there at Shortcuts, huh? No, it wasn't Shortcuts. It was called The Shop on Foothill. And then, because that was Dwayne's shop. That's and right. And all that shit fell apart, and then Tree opened his own oh, shop. Oh, fuck. I do remember that, actually. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Man. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, because I guess, you know. Everybody has a past. Yeah, and Phil didn't want that at his shop. <laughs> so, hey, can I tell the listeners what happened? Our story at Barber College, oh, bro. It's one of the funniest stories in my life. Like as being a barber, you ready for tell, it? You tell me. <laughs> All right. So like, so y'all know back in two thousand five, that's when I was like smoking weed and all this shit. Uh, it was, and I hate to throw, throw James on blast like that, but y'all know James uh, that used to work at the zoo who owns, uh, what's his barbershop called again? His? Yeah. Right now? Mm-hmm. Cut Home, homegrown? Homegrown, yeah. Is it homegrown? I think it is. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, we're going to look it up. We're going we gonna to do you proper, James, but it was me, James, Manny, and like everybody at the barbershop was smoking weed. I only wanted to smoke weed with like... A certain certain people, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I would smoke weed by myself, and Manny gets on me all the time for smoking weed. Overgrown. Bro, it's called Overgrown. Shout out to Overgrown. Shout out to James. I definitely want to want to interview James uh, on here, because I think he'd be a fucking great one, right? Um, but, so it was us three, and Manny at that time had the Toyota Tercel, right? It was a Toyota, it was, it was a Toyota Tercel. And then uh, on 3rd Street... You know, 
and it was a very like hot time to be like on the on the block so when we would take our breaks or if the barber college was like not busy or whatever like we were smoking weed we were getting high um so what happened was fresh was in the he we went to go smoke with fresh and um he was in the front seat James was in the no, the passenger James, seat. No, James was outside breaking was, the blunt down. No, James. No, no, no James. You was, were in the passenger seat. I was in the passenger seat. You're no, right. I I had and James was breaking the blunt down on the outside uh, of the window on the outside on the street side. All of a sudden, like we're chilling, boom! And then I just remember Manny saying, "Like, oh shit, that's the white ghost, right?" This is what I remember. I remember saying, "Like, oh shit, that's the white ghost." And I looked. I was like, "Oh shit." Screech, fucking car hits the reverse. The white ghost hits reverse, goes right next to Manny's car. Boom! And then uh, the fucking uh, the police, they didn't like come out with like guns or, or nothing like that. But they were like, get out the car like right away, right? Long story short, y'all, Manny ended up getting arrested. <laughs> Manny first ended up getting arrested. He because he was it was his car. It was his possession. This is in front of Barber College, y'all. Like, well, across the street, uh, but in front of Barber College, the, the whole barbers can see is. Fresh was the only one that got arrested, bruh. Um, and then, he, yeah, he had his old backpack. Uh, we rolled the blunt. Fresh was already gone. I think you gave me the keys or whatever. And then me and James smoked that blunt. <laughs> Yeah, we they, still they didn't even take the weed from you guys? <laughs> they didn't take the weed. They didn't take the weed. They took all my weed. <laughs> but I, but I, I feel so bad that I got Manny fucking arrested for that. Um, and that's like that's like one of the very few stories. Like we have so many stories, like but that was like the fun. That's that's like the, the tip of the iceberg <laughs> and and like Manny's definitely seen me like lean my chair back when I was smoking in the Camaro, you know, ask like, Randy, where are you going? I'm like, I'm just going to the car real quick. You know, he talks, yeah, he talks about it. Randy didn't want to smoke with anyone. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was stingy. I was stingy at that time. <laughs> like I was a barber college student. We, we were cutting hair for $2 and 50 cents <laughs> for a taper. <laughs> Three dollars for, for, for nah. Three, no, it was $2 for a fade. And two fifty for a taper. Fuck that. Yeah, and, and this is like to collect receipts. That that's a whole nother story. That like I don't even think I can even explain. But like, honestly, barber college was like the best experience. I got fined. I I did you get fined from Dwayne? I think it was like five hundred bucks too, or two hundred bucks. It's like two hundred. It was something like that. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck are you finding me you for that? Me, like, you and James, yeah, you made an ex- <laughs> easy six hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, we we only got fined for that from Barber College. I remember going in his office and like even like he, now that I think about it, he just robbed us for those two, that two hundred bucks. We didn't have to pay him that shit, no, at all. <laughs> Hey, hey, but we did fuck up though. Yeah, we fucked up. We you know, the yeah. reason the reason he find us because we had our barber smocks. That's right. And that's he right. Said, Whenever you guys do something, take that shit off. Yeah, you're right. You're right because he's because even at that time because back then y'all we had to wear these baby blue smocks and uh, and pretty much if you got that smock on and he told us this from the jump. Do you remember? He's like, if you got that smock on and you're walking, you're safe. Like, that's like, you're like, nobody's going to fuck with you because that's, that's Dwayne Robinson shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, but then we ended up, yeah, we had our smocks on. We were smoking, got Manny arrested. I was like. <laughs> and it came to the barber college for sure. I, 
I've always had like a guilty conscience for that. I think he got out the next day though, or whatever, right? Like, yep. but I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that shit happened, man. Um, Barber College was an experience. Manny's also one of the reasons why, like, I stopped cutting hair drunk. <laughs> How about you tell that story? No, I asked Randy for a lineup. He said, buy me the uh, Sparks, which is like an energy drink with Point, alcohol. 0.2%. What uh, is it? It was kind of strong. Was it? I remember Randy's drinking the Sparks. Was it, no, was it, was it called Sparks? I think it was called Sparks, yeah. Sparks, and then all of a sudden Randy's hella red. He's like, hey, bro, I'm kind of <laughs> drunk. I was like, what the fuck? And Randy's pretty brown. For Randy to turn red. I turned purple. I turned purple. That's what it looks like. You went red first. <laughs> <laughs> when it hit you, yeah, like, yeah. what was wrong with you? I my eyes get hella red and shit. Yeah, yeah. look like you smoked hella blunts. And then um, I I feel like that was that feel good cuts, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that feels. And then and y'all, I like Manny's bald headed right now, and I'm I'm partially the reason why he's bald. <laughs> nah, that's different. That's but, <laughs> I just hella remember. I fucked his haircut. I fucked his lineup like so bad that I was just like, bro, I'm drunk. <laughs> I think I shaved my head. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I think you did because yeah, and I've never, I've never cut hair drunk ever again like that. I have, and, and I times. have you, bro. I don't know how y'all do that shit. I can't do it no more. No lie, I don't know. I like I I applaud Velo because Velo he he does that shit like yeah, but Velo's still in his twenties. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But what about Mondo? <laughs> he does it like at night. Dude. Yeah, but hey, shout out to this whole squad over here, man. Like you know, there, there's not one person at this shop that um that's bigger than the next. You know what I'm saying? And and that's why I'm happy that like surrounding ourselves with barbers like this, but also. The re like uh, one of the big reasons um, why I formulated a team like this was because like from Phil, you know what I'm saying. So again, like shout out to Phil for like instilling like all these, um, you know, all these uh, good like attributes or whatever, like in, into what like looking at other barbers or whatever. Um, so now, anyways, going forward, we have. Uh, <laughs> Uh, now you're over here, right? Yeah. So, like, going back to barbering, uh, regular barbering shit, what were you, I mean, if you don't mind me asking you, uh, were you charging more at, at Shane's shop, too? At that time, I, yeah, because cause haircuts everywhere else were, like, about 30, 35. Shane's was 45, but Shane wanted you to, every cut, have a hair wash and then a hot towel on their face whether they get a shave or not mm -hmm. which was cool for 45 bucks 45 that's a steal <clears throat> that's now, a fucking now steal now it's a steal yeah but Shane's shop was cool but shout out to Shane you know thanks for giving me the opportunity it just sucks that it didn't work out mm -hmm. you know what I mean cause I was it's not my fault it's not his fault either yeah, you know what I mean yeah yeah but um he start at first it, it was hella slow. Like, mm. like, like I, I regretted coming back. I was ready to go back to Miami. Like, mm. I was like, fuck this shit. I was making just yeah. as much as out there, but for California, it's not enough. Yeah. You know what I sure. mean? And then, and then, you know, things started picking up and things were getting better. And, and the one thing that I do appreciate about working at Shane's was with all the other guys, I made, I made a new set of friends. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like shout out to Nor, Cedric, Sega, Danny, yeah. and Corey. Get out of, that's a good, yeah. solid, like, kids I, right there. Like, 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 like if that shop would have stayed together, 
You know what I mean? Or or say if all of us went and did our own thing somewhere else. Yeah. In San Mateo or, or wherever. I mm. think we would have been thriving still. For sure. Absolutely. You know, like that? Every, yeah. Because everybody there could cut. Everybody got along. Mm. That's the number one thing. That know? is. Yeah. And everybody had respect for each other. And if, and if they had beefs with each other, I wouldn't know because you wouldn't, you couldn't tell. Mm. You wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah. But, but for the most part, it was a fun shop. Everybody got along, you know, and, and what, you know. He, he, he did, he, uh, he ran a tight shift though. Yeah, right? yeah. That was, that's what, that's what I was about to say about Shane. Like, mm. Shane's successful, but he ran his thing a certain way. Mm. Some people could agree to it. Some people could disagree with it. Mm. But for him, it worked. And, you know, he's a brand. He's, yeah. you know, when you think of those white boy like tattoo sh- parlor looking shops, you think of Shane. Uh, yeah, at least he's one 100%. of the first that 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 at least that I know or have seen on social media to do it. Mm-hmm. Is Shane? He, who knows if he is the first, but at least he's the first one to put it out there like that. No, Shane. Shane's holding it down. He held it down. And just the other day, he was he not even the other day, like maybe last month, he did a live with some barbers from the UK. So even he has these connections with yeah, even with Uppercut Deluxe. Mm. You know, I use their products still that I have from Shane's. Yep, 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 yep. So, you know, he has these connections and, and you know, although it didn't work out the way I expected or imagined it, you know, I did learn something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, what do you what do you take from there? So 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 Shane, the way he ran it, everything was tight, you know, the way you talk to people. One thing I learned this in Miami, but Shane Shane was another one that did it. So mm. so one thing that they would say is like Shane, he didn't like you sitting in your own barber chair. Yeah, you know while while you're waiting. Mm-hmm. He says it looks kind of weak. It looks kind of tacky. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, who wants to come s- sit in a warm seat already? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? So so so. And the old man I worked with in Miami, Jose. You know he's from Cuba. Mm-hmm. So this guy's like about seventy years old, still cutting hair. Yeah, his brother. Yeah, he's a twin, and his twin brother's a barber also. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's tight. They cut together? No, <laughs> I don't know what happened. They got there. beef. <laughs> Jose says no. He's like he, the way he is. He says fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose, that old man, he talks so much shit. He's uh, racist. He he. I don't want to say make him sound evil because some 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 of his jokes they are kind of racist but they're funny. Everybody laughs at him. Yeah, but like you're Filipino, you probably start talking shit about Filipinos and you're gonna laugh at it for sure. But like hundred percent, you know what I mean. And he'll talk about Colombians. He'll make him and this Puerto Rican dude they go back and forth all the time. Yeah, it's funny. It's in Spanish, but it's funny. (laughs) But yeah, so Jose was. I learned it from him. He he said that that the barber chair is the client's throne. You know. So they just want to come, relax, get their hair cut. Regardless if they just want to come and go or they just want to come and chill. Yeah. But still, you want them to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I learned. And, and Shane always, he always expected you, if you weren't doing nothing, there's always something to do. Kind of like a real job. Mm-hmm. The one thing I didn't really like. But yeah, if there's something to do that could help somebody else out, like make towels or yeah. help sweep. You know, these little things help, you know, mm-hmm. you know just keep the place going. And, and that I mean honestly that that comes from experience because I'm sure he didn't get, he didn't know that from Rip when he first opened it. If y'all don't know, he's the, he's the original owner of the San Mateo Zoo, um, and so like yeah, one of the things about sitting in the chair and stuff like that, I learned that at Chicago's. Yeah. I've always sat in my chair until I got to Chicago's. He did not like uh, shout out to Chicago's, but Rob, uh, the owner Rob Harlan, 
he was not a fan of anybody's, you know, and and I think that's just like an older mentality yeah. kind of thing, and it makes sense, you know what I'm saying? But like, and I would probably uh, implement that over here, but we don't have that kind of space, you know, when we are waiting or whatever, we don't have that kind of space uh, to like just sit around and 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 whatever because we don't have like extra seats, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like. We could we could be back here. We could be helping out, but for the most part, like over here, what I what I would like was just take care of your own corner. You know, yeah. you have a corner. Rose has his, like everybody has a section. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has like their own little cubicle. So as long as we take care of that little cubicle, that's all I really care about. And then if you can help out like with the little extra shit, then 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 you know we we do it. Um, for the things that I feel like I can do myself, like I will do it myself though. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think that part is part of being a barbershop owner. You know what I'm saying? Like not only a team player, but me as a, as the owner or whatever, I feel like, uh, I, I'm the, I have to be the ultimate employee, you know what I'm saying? In order to make sure that everything is tight, everything like we don't run, we, I, I do feel like we run like a tight shift, shit, uh, what is it? A tight shift? I think we do, but but we're lenient. I'm lenient. You know what I'm saying? Because I want people to like enjoy themselves, have fun, like cut hair freely, freely. You know what I'm saying? But like with a little bit of help. So and you know me too. Like I kind of don't like asking people for like favors. Um, but as time gone on in here, I've definitely have asked for like a lot more favors, but more so like. Van, when Van comes in here, I'll ask Van, like, hey, Van, you know, I pay Van, you know what I'm saying? So I don't mind asking him, if, if you're working for me, like, I, I don't mind, you know, asking him to do certain things, but for, for, for like, the barbers, you know, I don't want to keep having to ask somebody, like, yo, can you do this, can you do this, can you do this? If I have to ask you more than once, then I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At that point, yeah. But that's the thing with Shane, like, Everybody was on the same program. Mm. He ran it. Some people didn't like it. Some people didn't mind it. Some people, like, yeah, I guess you could say they didn't mind it. They they agreed to it. I yeah. did, mm-hmm. whether I liked it or not. Yeah. So, you know, that shows these are things that made him successful. Mm. You know what I mean? And one thing that I learned, I learned a lot more about myself. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, leaving, yeah, leaving Florida, because that was a dream of mine. You know, I was born there. Yeah. You know, my cousins lived there. And, uh, so when, when my cousin lived there and I went out there and chilled with him, I was like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is... Yeah. Wow. That's all, that's all I could say. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's tight, bro. Like... And then... But but I cut that dream short to work with this guy. So, mm. so there's nothing on Shane. Mm. But one thing I learned is I was chasing the money because that's what, that's what kind of enticed me to come back. Mm. I was saying, there's nothing that's going to bring me back unless something's wrong with my mom health-wise. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. God forbid, but I'm staying here and I'm writing yeah, this I'm thing out. Yeah, I'm not going to on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. No, like, honestly, like, I look at you, like, not like a financial advisor, but I look at, like, you personally, Fresh. Like, I look at you like you, you protect your money. You I take care to. of money. You know where it's going. You know what I'm saying? Like, one question I want to ask you is, like, Who's one person? Because like finances and everything like that. Who's one person that you look up to, like for finances or like you know get motivated off of? Like yeah, that person's like that. I'm gonna do that too. 
Well, there's a lot of people that you see on Instagram and, you know, YouTube videos that I watch. Yeah. But I can't really just think of one person. But but there's people that, are, like, they say, I've read a quote somewhere, like, successful people are trackers. Mm-hmm. So, so I forgot where I read this or who I heard it from, but people with money, they know where, where they know every dollar that's every coming Every dollar, on. every penny. Yeah, they know every, yeah. where it's going and everything. So I try to follow that. And even, and that goes with everything. Like, look mm-hmm. at sports. Yeah, you know they got all these different coaches. You know what I'm saying? On, yeah, on, on a professional team, they know every little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, to to the, like like Kobe to be Bryant, successful. Yeah, shit. he knows you every to. little detail. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and he, and even at the gym, you know, you see these people, no homo, but even guys, they look like straight bodybuilders, straight athletes, and the women, you know, yeah, there's some bad ones, but yeah, but you know, they work, they work, they work to get where they're at. But mm-hmm. I see some people pull out a journal, a notebook, write everything down after every set, after this, and those are the motherfuckers eat. right there that they're on top of their shit. Yeah, like sure. the way they eat, the way they sleep, they got mm-hmm. everything down to a science. That's funny that you just said that because like I just watched. A TikTok about of somebody making fun of somebody journaling uh, inside the gym, and then the a guy explained like why he does that. Like literally, I just watched the TikTok video yeah. about that, and I was like, "Damn, that makes sense." Like he's ta- he's he 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 wrote down like his sleep schedule, how long he slept for, what he ate, how long he did cardio for this day. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, "Damn, that's actually like really smart." It you is. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The only thing is, we're all lazy. A lot, the majority of us, damn near all of us, are are too lazy to do that. Lazy as fuck. Yeah, like, like, bro, like, no lie, I'm I'm lazy to I'm lazy to go to the gym. Like, like look at LeBron James. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not gonna say I'm, you know, I'm a fan of LeBron. I respect him. I used to like him a lot. But, yeah. You know, nowadays, you know, he was a Cleveland Cavalier. <laughs> they beat us. Yeah. They beat us. Yeah. Some bullshit. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, he's th- we're the same age. I think we're, he was born in. Well, how old is he? Thirty eight, thirty seven. Think thirty eight. Yeah, he's born in just like late December. He's a Capricorn, just like me. He's eighty four, though, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah so we're this. I'm older than LeBron, but we're the uh, same age. And you see him the way he's playing at the level he's playing. Yeah. Everything he's done and like Cristiano Ronaldo. I, yeah. I, don't, I think he's a thirty eight also, if not thirty seven. He's on top of it and. Yeah. The way these guys do they what they do. They take care of their bodies and shit. Bro, not just their bodies, but everything. The mm-hmm. way they eat, the way they train, the way they sleep, mm-hmm. everything. And, and look how successful they are. They're still on top. Yeah. No, so, I get so, it. So, so so that's one thing. Like, I, I've been trying to do it, but I've been slacking. Like, just track. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just track everything. No lie, like, y'all. Like, Manny, you go, to, like, in this, in this shop, I think you go to the gym the most over here. So like let let let's if if you can elaborate like how important is is the gym like to you like physically and mentally like oh, what bro. do you think like, like nowadays you hear a lot of people about talk about mental health and and this and that right mm-hmm. and when I was growing up when you were growing up because we're about the same age I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not much older than you you didn't really hear about that shit you know yeah, what I'm saying not at all I mean I'm not saying that it never existed but we didn't hear about it we dealt with it differently now yep. you, you got all this shit but but if anybody's going through anything if you're mad mm-hmm. like just go for a walk just some type of physical activity is important it, it helps take that stress away and, and for me that that's what the gym is it's mm-hmm. like a it's like an escape Mm. You know, not only that, it could be. It depends because I see people talking. It could be a social gathering, but at the same time, it, it feels good once you get out. You know, you sleep better, you eat better, mm. you, you think 
better. Feel better. Yeah, and Shit. the people you meet at the gym, mm-hmm. you know, it's people that are on the same height. They're going to motivate you. They're going to encourage you. They're going to push yeah. you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and the people that I've met at the gym or, or I've talked to, a lot of people are helpful. So if they see yeah. you doing something, you're fucking nothing. They'll be like, yo, yo, relax. You yeah, know, yeah. Do like this or for sure. try this. You know what I mean? Yeah, because everybody's there for a reason. And I, and right? I think, yeah, for, for, for sure. But the gym or, or just even moving is, is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I was telling Randy and these guys, like, I might not go to the gym every day, but I'm doing something. Even mm-hmm. if I'm walking around the block. Like, yeah. the day I went for a walk, I was on the phone, though. That's the only reason I went on the walk. I didn't go to the gym. But I walked, like, how long did I walk for? For, like, over 30 minutes? It was over a mile. That's then, crazy. And then, you know, I did 100 <laughs> push-ups. Yeah. You know? That's hella good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and all that took me not even 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, but it helped. I feel better. I feel no, I do. I see you and Jr. like, y'all take walks around the block, like, some, like whenever you guys have this, the same time. I'm just like, damn, I, like, no lie, I wish I had the same time y'all did too, so I could take a lap with y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I know, like, that would be super helpful. Because one thing I've noticed nowadays, social media, it does add, like, another stress that you don't need. For sure. That's like, why I hate Instagram. Like, like, I even feel, like, victim to it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, fuck, bro, I've been on my phone, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're not... Just aimlessly scrolling, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just like, what the hell, like... I'm doing that, you know. Yeah, and that 45 minutes, I could have walked, which is good for you, good for your mind, mm-hmm, for your true. body. Yeah. You know. Do you ever Instagram? Do you ever like scroll while you're working out though? I try not to, <laughs> but sometimes like, like like say I'm on a on a machine. Yeah. Say I'm doing cardio. Oh yeah. And somebody I see a notification. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm most I'm, I'm if I'm lifting weights, that's when I start listening to more music. Hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You listen to more music or podcasts right now? Probably, probably podcast. Podcast, podcast or YouTube. I got YouTube Premium, so no commercials. Yeah, that's the shit right there. <laughs> I love that shit. It's worth it, dude. Yeah. Fifteen bucks, no commercials. Um, you get YouTube music. Yeah, you get YouTube Red. That's what it is, right? Like, probably it's lit. And like, for barbershop owners out there, if y'all don't got fucking YouTube Premium and you're a barbershop owner. Like, what are you actually doing? You should <laughs> skip the commercials because they even got movies for free. Yeah, hell music. yeah. Hell and, yeah. And the thing I listen to, I listen to a lot of different podcasts on there yeah. or, or whatever, some type of information, even if it's for that workout. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll put on a YouTube video. I'm not watching it because, you know, with YouTube Premium, you could, you know, you don't have to be on the app. You can still listen. Oh, to yeah. It. You can close out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so if I, I'll be listening to something like that or something motivating or... Mm-hmm anything you know yeah, what I mean? I, and that and that's why i got you on here because and that's what i was trying to get to earlier because i know that you take care of your mental not only like Broke. the physical but the mental part of it you know what i'm saying and like um i i think like you're one of like the more like strongest mindset person because like not only like do you work out like the most in the shop but like you know you read and like you you try to game all of us up you're, you're kind of like the og at the shop <laughs> <laughs> you know we still young at heart you know what I'm saying yeah. but like like all in all like you're like the OG and you're, you're like the wise one <laughs> but I mean you know cause cause I had that growing up you know what mm-hmm. I mean I mean sometimes 
I'd always be around somebody older. And there was cats that were like, oh, geez. I'd be like, I don't fuck with you young motherfuckers. For sure. But I fuck yeah. with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't like, I, don't I was like, that kid, too. I don't like 21-year-olds, yeah. 20-year-olds. Like, cool. oh, you're just going to learn. You're going to learn the way that you're going to yeah. learn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so like, 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 for example, I don't want to name anybody in the shop. But, you yeah. know, everybody, we all go through something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so I try to tell them, like, you know, what, you know what helps me deal with it? If you have to think and just go for a drive, yeah. I put on, like, classical music. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, like that's just one little thing I do. And it's just it's just to think. And I'm not even trying to listen to the music, but it, yeah. it, it helps you think. That's what I do, too. I, I put on, like, lo-fi beats. Yeah. Or I put on uh, lo-fi beats on, on uh, YouTube because that's, like, a 24-hour thing. And then uh, I'll listen to jazz vibes on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, even jazz, like, like yeah. instruments, you know Yeah, what yeah, I mean? just, just get me going. And, like, I'll come over here to the barbershop to make, like, bigger decisions in, like, yeah. all my barbershop phone calls. Like, I make sure to come here. Like, I separate, like, my house from, like, here. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just, just I mean, I get motivated when I come here. I love coming here, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I love, like, making decisions here. I love, like, I love being around, like, all y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are for sure my family. So, um, shit, I mean, what? all right, so now maybe my, we might be getting closer to the end of this podcast or this episode. Like, what What do you, what's your, like, true feelings about, like, this shop? I like this <laughs> shop because, I mean, everybody here gets along. I've known you and Mondo the longest. Mm. You know what I mean? We're, I'm learning everybody else, too. Yeah, yeah. I've only known you the longest. So, so Seriously. like, 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 like we got everybody's different but everybody gets along mm-hmm. I feel like that for example when we get coffee nobody's really tripping like oh you owe me a dollar oh yeah. you were this you know what I mean it's just like yeah. I got coffee like do you want some yeah you want some I got you how much do I owe you I'm not gonna lie there's times care. like when I don't have enough I didn't bring my, the, my card yeah, yeah there's yeah. times I don't bring that to, so I don't spend that much yeah yeah I'm like fuck oh, I got a ten dollar bill <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not enough yeah. for everybody. No, for sure. For sure. And I don't want to be like that, but... No, nah, but for the most part, every, I like this shop. You know what I mean? Every, mm. Everybody gets along. People help out. Mm. I don't think anybody's ever had a real problem with yeah. anyone. No, no. Not at all. I don't think anybody's had a problem. No, yeah. We just put our head down and cut hair. And the, and the one thing that I really do like about this shop is the parking. The parking? Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> that, like, not, people, not the meter maze, though, but the... <laughs> no, nah, just the one. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll let us know. No, lie, like, I am getting kind of nervous because we haven't looked out there. Did you pay for parking? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. If we, got a, if we got a parking ticket, I'll pay for the parking ticket. No, that's cool. <laughs> I got it. So, but no, the but parking is important. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the... The, the, like the, having the parking lot and having this spot is one of the main reasons why I got this spot. Yeah. Like there's, I can't think of not one barbershop that has a a designated parking spot, like or parking lot for their shop in San Francisco at least, maybe in like Delhi City, but yeah, but not not San Francisco. I don't know yeah. one either. Honestly, dude, I like um, I I. I I love it because of the parking. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's a cool area. Yeah, it like makes for, everybody else feel comfortable too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so like for for if you guys haven't been here and you want to be a client uh, over here, then uh, and you say, "Bro, I'm looking for parking." Bullshit. We're looking outside. Like, <laughs> you're not, no. you can't you can't you can't use that you can't use that excuse on us because there's a parking lot 
across yeah. the street. And there's, there's yeah, yeah, there's three of them. Yeah. Three parking lots over here, so there's no excuse. And for the nine times out of ten, there's parking in a, in our parking lot uh, all the time. Like, in, like nine times out of ten. Because I, I worked in the Mission Mission District. Yeah, the Mission Presida. Uh, that shit was horrible. <laughs> the parking. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so one thing I would do, I'd work on Mondays. I'd be there pretty much by myself. Yeah. And mainly because on Mondays everybody's at work or school. Mm-hmm. There's some type of parking. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But at that shop, there's seven barbers, so seven cars. Yeah. Seven clients. Yeah, that's tough. And then that area is hard to park. You don't mm-hmm. want to park just anywhere. Yeah, no, you're right. My car got broken into. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yup. Oh fuck. See it over here. Luckily, like we've we've only seen one person get their car broken into. Yeah, but that wasn't one of our clients, or that wasn't a for one of our clients. It was just somebody who was for sure getting washed. And uh, you know, if you're in San Francisco, you guys already know. Like, just make sure you hide your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or your car will get bit. And just know if you have a rental, then looking oh, yeah. at the at the at the plate if it's an out of state plate or that yeah. barcode that little barcode yeah that's, that's what they that's what they look for mm-hmm. I definitely I, I look at that like bro I forgot where I was but every single window was broken and I was like damn I feel so it was like in downtown somewhere I just felt so bad well, like when I worked at Rich Blends right there on Mission Street yeah in the Mission I would depending where I was at if I get off 101 freeway I'd Cut through Presida, Presida Park. Yeah. You know, that area has changed. very gentrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing. Presida so, Park and shit. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, that was, it's not the same how it was Yeah, back in the day. But you see hella cars with broken windows, some with signs, like, my car yeah, is unlocked. That, that's real Frisco shit, though, bro. <laughs> like, it sucks, and we're laughing about it right now. But, like, bro, that's part of, like, living out here, being out here. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be the dummy and, like, have shit, like... Don't leave shit in your car. No. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you, your car might still get broken into. You know what I'm saying? But at least like, don't give you, them a reason to. Yeah, don't give them a reason to. And then also, if you have shit in your car and you and uh, it gets broken into, like that's a double whammy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So um, people don't get it over here. Oh, you know what? I do appreciate. I want. I want to say something is uh, uh, in here. We have our own lingo. Right, <laughs> like we have our own. We can't, that, we can't tell everybody. Yeah, yeah, we can't tell everybody. Nothing like that. But like that, I had, and we have our own handshake. Right, um, I've I've definitely had handshakes with other people, but I never had like our own lingo. And I think that's like one thing for this shot that I I really appreciate because we all know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So like you know, um, it, if we could. Like we we like we say snappers a lot, right? <laughs> like, and I tell people like people have asked me like Randy like you guys keep saying snappers. What does that mean? What does that mean? And I'm like I try to explain to them like what a snapper is, and I just end up saying like bro, a snapper is just a noun. Like <laughs> like you're Yellow a snapper. Said his his yeah. pronoun. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Wait, what does he say? His his pronoun is snapper. His, <laughs> A snapper is somebody yeah. that looks mean. I, yeah. Somebody that looks like they will snap. Yeah, exactly. And that's easy as that is that if somebody looks mean or even like the slightest amount of mean, and then this is just us like 
like judging character, like your car could be a snapper, and we'll be like, oh shoot, <laughs> <laughs> you coming with slap? Yeah, yeah, you coming with slap? We, we, you know, we're, you know, we have big old windows in front of our shop, and we're just like, oh shoot, snapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll, we'll all look at each other. We'll, we'll snap our fingers. <laughs> That's our little, like our little logo for snappers. So if you guys ever like come visit us over here at the shop, you, um, you know who's a snapper would be a good idea like a good visual like think of like Kimbo Kimbo Slice oh yeah Snapper straight Snapper yeah I don't even want to uh, yeah I don't even Mike you know, Tyson rest, rest in peace to Kimbo Slice Mike Tyson right? that's yeah, Snapper, snapper. I, I don't even want to make <laughs> eye contact with Mike Tyson I don't want to make <laughs> eye contact with Mike Tyson on YouTube <laughs> he's behind the screen I don't, I'm not looking at him I'm not looking at his eyes no I'm going to look past them <laughs> so, so that's a Snapper like somebody like yeah, that exactly you look at him like oh shit he'll snap <laughs> that's one of the funniest things in here man and like if you're a new barber out there you know just enjoy your time being a barber no need to rush i know we talked about like different haircuts and different prices and like the shit that we that that we've been doing or whatever but you know just make sure that you're on your own shit um make sure that you're on your own pace um, don't skip steps, right? Like don't skip exactly. steps. Don't skip steps. Everything on your own pace. That's that's facts. If you could, if you could, uh, give somebody, you know, uh, like some advice for an upcoming borrower, like what what would you, what kind of advice would you just tell them? Number one thing I would tell them is just show up. Show up. There's gonna be just just know there's gonna be those days where you're not gonna make a single dollar. You're gonna mm-hmm. feel like you wasted your time. Mm-hmm. But think about it. If somebody walks by the shop and they see a full shop, regardless if they're cutting or not, it's gonna get attracted yeah, to them to come yeah, in. Yeah, the next time they're like, "Oh, there's a barber shop there. I'm gonna mm-hmm. see if they got time." You know, they, there's always seven barbers. Bro, I'm a big believer in like the barber gods, like huge believer in barber gods, and like I'm a believer that you know the barber gods like they bless you with like the shit that you put in, and this is just karma. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a good person, good shit's gonna happen. Bash is gonna happen to good people too. That's just how it's always gonna go. But if you if you uh, put that into like barbering terms or whatever, good thing good things are good uh, good barber or good things are gonna happen to good barbers, and bad things are gonna happen to bad barbers. AKA like uh, a downtime or cancellation or some like you know like cutting one person in a day. You know what I'm saying? But uh, if you're cutting like one person in one week, that that shop might not be yeah, for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've I've definitely have been. Uh, I've worked with somebody before, who who never made a profit. You know what I'm saying? Like as as a barber, so they had to go, and I I I was, and they asked me like, what should I do? I'm like, bro, you haven't made a single dollar here. Like, you might you should shouldn't be a barber. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was one of the things in Miami. That yeah. Happened. And and the guy that owned the shop, he's not even there. Yeah. I, I don't think it was anything with him or. Because mm-hmm. Big Lou, you know, he's doing his own thing now, and that's one of the most talented guys I've worked with. And I've worked with a lot of different guys that were talented, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, like, like I think I think with that is the location, because it was, it, was, it was, like, deep. Like, I, I don't know how to explain. Like, there's a driveway, like, mm-hmm. you drive in, and there's, like, a few parking spots, and it's way in there. So you're going to miss the shop, you know yeah. what I mean? There was a parking lot in the back, but you wouldn't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was at, a, at that shop, and it was really slow for me like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, damn, like, what am I going to do? So I started doing Uber. Mm-hmm. And that was cool, but I didn't want to do, I didn't want to drive Uber. I wanted to cut hair. Yeah, hell yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's part of the reason why I left. 
I know sometimes that you, you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty aware and alert of like every barber in here. You know, sometimes like, you know, you're you're slow too. Like shit, everybody. Like we said in the beginning of this episode, like the barber industry is just like at a weird place right now. Um, and I think that like, and Manny Manny hit it. You just got to be here and show up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you you might have those days where you just have one haircut, but fuck, that's fifty, sixty, seventy dollars in your pocket that you didn't have before. So it's just like. I don't know. You just gotta gotta respect the game, and the game's gonna the it's game gonna is gonna you. gonna bless you. You know what I'm saying? So, so that, that that's probably one thing to to up and coming barber just show up and how you said don't rush it, take your time. Mm-hmm. Another thing, if you don't feel comfortable doing something, be honest because mm-hmm. people will appreciate your honesty. What do you mean? Like what do you mean? Like, by like this has happened before. Like like somebody comes with with long hair and it's a scissor cut. I will tell like I'm sorry, but. Oh, I don't feel too. I don't feel comfortable cutting your hair. Mm. You know, I'd rather let you know than mess you up. You know what I mean, bro? You know what I've done before too. It's funny that you say that. What I've done before is uh, is I've definitely like because I hate shaving underneath the neck, right? Oh, bro! Like I used to, I used to think I had to do that for people. Where like you know people want it, and I'm like fuck, bro. Like all right, but I was terrible at like. Cutting the Adam's apple part, I was always scared of it, and then I just got to that point where I would look at somebody and they'll ask for like a razor shave, and I'll tell them like, "Bro, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that." Like, I'll look at them straight up, "Bro, I'm not gonna do that for you." <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'll, I'll hit you with the with my with my T outliners or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and try to fucking like hit you, hit a razor and then cut you and then have to give you a free haircut. Like, no. <laughs> No, but, but, but when you shave, you're gonna cut someone. You're gonna yeah, make yeah. them. But if you fuck them up, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, I mean, this is the, this should be the end of the episode right now. It was a pretty good one. Um, again, like right on, Manny, for for being here at this at this barbershop. Not only as like one of my like close friends, but like working here, like you being here is like dope as fuck to me. You know what I'm saying, like. The, the OG of the shop is on this side. The other OG of the shop is on that side. That's your side over there. Um, but, but, but let's say I, I brought a lot to this shop. Oh, yeah. 100%. Snapper. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. The handshake. The handshake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll just, we just keep it at that. <laughs> and we're we going to leave it at that, man. I hope you guys are having a blessed one. Uh, again, it is Monday. Tomorrow is a, a new day. Uh, Tuesday, hopefully, uh, you know, I pray that you guys have a great start of your week. Um, we are out of here. Like always, make sure to keep it caking. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.